The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. The Low Fat Podcast. Huzzah! Finally, I, in my head, I heard the, the bells from Rocky. Ding, ding. Those are great bells. So, we got a new subscriber. Thank you, new subscriber. And thank you, all the other subscribers as well. But before we talk about whatever it is we thought we are going to talk about, can I just mention how... No. Sorry. Ah, it's lucky I find myself funny. Somebody has to. But as I was about to say before I was so rudely interrupted, prices are ludicrous. Yeah, it's... I want to know, like, why shit tw- is twice as much here in California as other states, too. Well, that's the, the dumbass tax. Is it? Yeah. You mean, like, the dumbass will pay a tax? No, I think pound for pound we have more dumbasses living here I thought that a lot of the dumbasses left they're leaving but there's still some here I think there's still a lot yeah and I'm not saying that you know you're just like incredibly stupid I'm saying for some reason you come here and your brain shuts off a little bit is that just like the food the food's just not quite as good well to me it isn't but the funny thing is, is like people from here, they go to other places and they're like, the food's way better in California. Well I, well, I guess when you get used to a certain taste, I suppose. Yeah. But, um. But you've always maintained the food. It doesn't have to be as good here. I think that when you have a large, a super large group of people in a concentrated area, you know, okay, it's not as concentrated here as in maybe like New York City or... Sao Paulo, but when you have heaps upon heaps upon heaps upon heaps of people, yeah, you don't necessarily have to be that good. In fact, in fact, it's kind of like diminish. It, it is it, not like it is diminishing returns. Yeah, but I think the contrary could be true too. Because and the reason I say this is because I have a friend. She used to be my. She was my assistant many years ago. She does like stand up and she's she does like these rants on Instagram which are pretty entertaining <laughs> and she spends her time between here and some very small town I don't know where she is but she did a rant this week about her hair <laughs> her hair oh she went to the hair salon and like they did a really bad job so she went back a second time and she was like trying to be really nice to the girl and the girl was telling her about her boyfriend and what a nightmare it was and then she and then she showed her hair and she's like I look like the fucking Lion King her hair was like it was like super perm just and she and she and her whole thing was like in the city in the city you know you get better haircuts than in a small town where there's like one salon well, yeah, in a place where that's like, that's like the old uh, lawyer joke. 
About the one lawyer, the two lawyers? Right. Any town that can't afford one lawyer can easily afford two. But so couldn't you have that going on in the small town, though, like the captive audience? In certain aspects, yeah. But... But I guess at the city, there's always new people. That's what I'm talking about. There's always new people, and it's also diminishing returns. I mean, it's like trying to get, get an A in a college class where you're... Or in a class in university, college where your college grades everything on a curve. Hard. Well, getting a B is not that hard. Getting an A is kind of not really worth it. But maybe food's different. Hmm? Maybe food's different from hair salons. Well, everybody thinks they can, they can open a restaurant. People that don't know about business, especially the restaurant business yeah. or the bar business, People always say the margins are really tight in bars and restaurants. They are. Well, in most places, they're really tight. Um, but, oh, yeah. So people that don't, really don't know <laughs> always sit there and think, oh, I think I, should, I can just open up a restaurant and then, you know, shit will be easy. And so they're going, no, it's not. It's one of the hardest businesses there is. Well, they buy a successful, they, they buy into one that's, they buy a successful restaurant. I think that's its own little industry. People who know the restaurant business open up a new restaurant, get it going. Sell it to somebody who's... Yeah. Sell at a premium to someone who don't know, and that other person just... Destroys it. Pretty much. Well, I have to say, like, we haven't really... The Chinese buffets are pretty hit and miss out here. I think they're all miss. So salty and... Well, not even that. It's just... I don't know. We stopped going. I mean, I stopped going. Yeah, why is that? Why are the Chinese buffets so mediocre? I don't know. A lot of buffets are mediocre. The sad thing. No, oh, I think the the powers that be would love for us not to have buffets. Well, they're working towards that. Mm. Well, they've killed a lot of the small businesses. They're fucking decimated. Most of them are gone. Well, that's uh, that's another thing. I I I wonder where the attitude came where the height of some kind of personal success is to be working for someone else. I don't like that. Yeah. I think you should be able to make your own living your own way. But in doing that, if you live in a society, any kind of society, that's going to be kind of hard. My pet peeve at this time of year is all the commercials of like, go and, you know, like buy our shit, buy our shit, buy our shit for Christmas. I'm like, nobody has any money. So you can advertise all you want. If people don't got money, they're not going to buy stuff. Speaking of money, I think it's really weird that this thing that's supposed to be a measure, a representation, a symbol of whatever, turns into its own commodity. That's what I never understood about inflation. Money? Money, grades. We can even go to grades, right? So an A is something that you want because it, it show, it's, it's a symbol. It's a representation of how well you know the subject. So then it doesn't become about getting, it doesn't, it, it quickly turns into not becoming really good at whatever subject to get the seal of approval, but the seal of approval itself becomes the thing. I mean, it's just like money. Money's worthless. But, and I, I remember somebody talking like, well, well, you can buy real stuff with this fake thing. Like, yeah, I know, dumbass. That's not my point. Did you say that? No, because he's a really good friend. <laughs> um, but money, money in and of itself is meaningless. 
and yet it has become the the representation the symbol has become the commodity as opposed to what you can buy with it no no just like just like the a's right an a just like the grades in school are not supposed to be the thing the knowledge the whatever is supposed to be the thing but it, it becomes it becomes a thing. Getting a bunch of A's becomes a thing, so you can get to a better grad school or whatever to get whatever. Right. Same thing with money. Money is supposed to be a representation. I think I think if money is used or if money is maybe we're too dumb to calculate it right, but if money becomes the true symbol of whatever, right, mm-hmm. then it's just a symbol. But it has be, it's 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 the commodity, and so to counteract that. <clears throat> Or whatever, it becomes well. If there's too much money laying around, which is what's been going on, then it, it decreases in value. But that's only because it's only because the money is the thing, not as the representation. Maybe I'm being too esoteric here. Maybe I'm just too dumb or whatever. All these things could be true. Are true. I am too dumb. But it's just weird to me. And I don't know why every time this thing goes on record, I start talking like William Shatner in the old Star Treks. <clears throat> well, sometimes you also like I, I edit you out to because you say, 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 you say. I start sounding like Forty Pig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're thinking, you say the same thing. You say the same thing. You say the same thing. I'm on a weird loop. Yeah. Well, I can't do two things at once. Think and speak. Well, I don't know. One of these days, I'm going to find a rhyme for orange. Orange? Yeah. I don't think there is a rhyme for orange. That's what I mean, right? Um, but originally, the universities were supposed to be about pure knowledge. Sure. You know, learning to think. Critically analyze. Learning for learning, like knowledge for knowledge's sake. Well, who Not wants to do that? What? Who wants to do that? There's people... There's still... Well, no, there isn't. I guess it's kind of over. I don't think it ever. I don't. I think that a lot of things kind of fall apart when you try to convert them to the real world, to the world we live in. What about philosophers, though? What about them? Well, one could say that, like, if you're studying philosophy, that's probably pretty pure thinking. Okay, but then you have to get known, you have to get heard, so now you have to be part of some system that pays you, and now that, you've got, now that you're in some system that pays you so that you can eat and shelter yourself and do all the things that you want to do, you, you now have want to cater. To, now you want to stay. So you have to get with the program? And that's, and that's the real, I don't even want to say evil, but that's the real nasty thing about it. The system has to progress and there's no brain leading the system what if the system is circular I don't understand what you mean if it's just shit repeating well it does because because well, the whole idea of progression is that you're moving towards something but what if it's just what if you're just going around and around well I think that is true but it's also but that is true because people don't want to progress so the whole idea of progression is fake the idea of it, I think, is not fake. The application of it is definitely. 
Do you think human beings are progressing or digressing? Regressing. Regressing. Right. Digressing. In terms of I what? I digress. In terms of what? I don't know. Becoming better. At what? As human beings. Again, that you, you, need a, you need a foundational definition of that. You get four people in a room and talk and say, throw out a subject. Well, I think of like moral, improving oneself morally. Chances are, you know, if people are honest, you're going to get four opinions that may or may not be unified. You know, the whole reason that people seem like they're in unity with everyone else is because they want their bread buttered. And so it come, it becomes more about butter then, you know, whenever I read an article where, where the author laments about how um, horrible it is that there is no honest debate or discussion, I say, well, yeah, you weirdo, of course there isn't. We're not set up to be like that. We're set up to, like, get together and move towards a direction. And if you're not with the... And if you're not, if you're not moving towards that direction you're going to be ostracized and we're not set up to be solitary beings maybe we are there are some people that are more solitary than others but <clears throat> like you well even me I'm not that solitary well you're not but you could be though quite easily yeah but and that and like if your family wasn't around oh my family was around forget it you I'm, would just be like you would be like some fucking lone wolf. I would be Ted, Ted Kaczynski without the, 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 the madness. Yeah. He was quite mad. He was pretty jacked up, which was one of my favorite parts of much, Freakonomics. Was, was, I don't know much about Kaczynski. Was he, did he have fucked up upbringing? That was, the, that was the thing about Freakonomics, the very first book, when they were talking about nature oh, versus nurture. Yeah. And they were saying, well, there are these two kids, right? Yeah. One kid grew up in a very stable middle class home loving parents I think I know where this is going right and then there's another guy who basically had every hard knock you could have in life he probably had you know I mean you know his song was like his life was like a country music song you know his, his dog died no his parents like drug addicts or probably, I mean he was he grew up in high crime area uh, parents that didn't seem to really care about him. Just lots of abuse. Yeah, just every every bad thing that you could have happened. Every every obstacle you could you could put in front of a kid <laughs> in life that was just not not helpful, not conducive to being a what you would call a contributing member of society. Mm-hmm. Didn't have, and so then like you know, and one of them became, and so like, what do you think happened? Well, the kid that grew up loved advantages, all that, became the Unabomber. And the other guy is like some kind of professor at some hoity-toity university. Yeah, that was the, that was like the gotcha moment, right? Well, at that the was, end of the chapter. Yeah, that was the thing, well, at the end of the story, yeah, that was the thing about, yeah, nature versus nurture, it's not all one is or the other. Is this the Outliers book or is it the other one? It was Freakonomics. Okay. Uh, Outliers I was... I think I have the Outliers book. It was, a, it was, Outliers is a pretty easy read. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I just read it at the bookstore. The bookstores must love you. Well, it's probably why the bookstores are no longer doing very well. <laughs> it's too many people like you that go in there and just read it and be like, well, no, I don't have to buy it. Well, I, I'd do it at libraries if, if the library were closer. 
I mean, when I was growing up, the library was very close to me. I love the library. And uh, it was great because it was such a small town. Your library card never expired. And I'd just go and get, you know, get a bunch of books. And Did your parents take you to the library? Every summer. I never got taken to the library. I had to go there myself. Um, what was that? One of our friends was talking about how, you know, you need, you need advantages and you need, you need parents to, to read to you when you're really small and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. And, and, uh, <laughs> remember, remember our friend was talking about that. I was like, my parents read to me and I love reading and blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah. like you, you're pretty, you're decently well read. Your parents used to read to you. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> my parents didn't <coughs> read to me Jack. They were immigrants. <laughs> They were too busy. They were working. They were too busy trying to make sure that we had a roof over our head and food to eat. Right. So never got read to. Nope. But I but I still consistently read like three or four grade levels ahead of what I was supposed to. We always had books, tons of books in the house. I remember I would always have that friend that would come over and be like, wow, you guys have a lot of books in your house. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? They're like, they, we don't have any books in my house. Yeah. Well, my parents were all were very supportive and was were... Were, would always try to make sure that I had every advantage you could have educationally. So you guys had books? We had books. My parents wouldn't buy me, wouldn't let me spend my money on shit like candy mm-hmm. or toys. But Like, here's the funny thing, right? My mother would not let me, let me spend $5 or so for a, uh, for a, for the newest, the nice, the newest, like, toy or Hot Wheels car or whatever. But growing up, I was like one of the first kids that had a Mac computer yeah uh so jealous my dad gave me a, this thing called the nbc 555 it sucked oh was that like the commodore 64 it was, just hook it up to your tv it's like twin floppy twin five and a quarter inch floppies and there was nothing fun about it like there was no games there was like no nothing like that i like had to do things like dos programming and Oh no! I love my Mac, man. I played I played stupid role playing games. It had a little music program, so I could sit there and transcribe. Did I had to write like if I wanted a game, I had to write it in Basic, and my game and the game and like I would I would buy books on programming, and then I would type in the thing and type that would be like here's a good game, and I would sit there writing the Basic programming, and then when I was done, it was like the lamest game in the world. <laughs> Now that that computer actually helped me play uh, play music better, because I'd get these little pieces of music that you know my my teacher would assign me, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know how it's supposed to sound mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and I wouldn't I wasn't good enough at music to know to to be able to see and kind of hear it in my head, mm-hmm. so I transcribed the notes into the computer, and then pl- and hit play. You know, it'd take me an hour or two just to transcribe this whatever sheet music that I would that I would have to do. You can do that on the Apple. Yeah. On the Mac, yeah. Plug it in, hit play, and it would play it so that I, so I knew what it was supposed to sound like. Yeah. And then I'd start playing, trying to, trying See, to. See, I remember in the computer lab at school they had the Apple IIe's. Yeah, that's what I had. And those things were awesome, but I, we never had an Apple. Yeah. We had my friend had a Commodore sixty four, and the Commodore sixty four he had all the fucking games. He had a tape drive. Do you remember the tape drives? I had one too. Yeah. Take like. 25 minutes to load the game mm. but there were some great games on the Commodore 64 yeah oddly enough I never got into the games dude I played all like a lot of my money that I made like from my paper route and stuff that that all went back into the machines 
I got really good at a couple machines. Oddly enough, it was the machines that, that would beat our, my, my, my mom. So the vendors would give you. My mom owned a, owned a laundromat. Um, and so there'd be a couple of games there and then. They open it up and then just do the finger to give you like a hundred free games or whatever. They did. They did. Did you play Defender? I played mostly Galaga. Galaga's great. What about Elevator Action? Do you remember that game? I do not. Oh, there's so many good ones. It's surprising I didn't get into video games. I mean, I'm 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 well entrenched. Ghosts and Goblins. Pong was actually one of my favorite ones. Pong. Yeah. Ugh. But you never played Ghosts and Goblins. Nah. That was a great game. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? It's already Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I guess this is the Thanksgiving episode. It is. So hopefully hopefully people are listening to us with their pants undone. <laughs> Just, you know, feeling ill. Getting ready for... Tryptophan, like... like overdosing on tryptophan you know over the over the football game and just wanting some some solitude before the black friday sales yeah well you know funnily enough my favorite food at thanksgiving in america the green bean casserole steak oh i'm all about the beef at the buffet hmm? like i'm gonna have a little bit of turkey but it's gonna be beef it's, it's what's for dinner be about the beef baby <laughs> is it is it a that was a that was a campaign for uh, for beef. Yeah, back in when I was in uh, when I was in college. Why is beef so expensive, dude? Well, here because prices are ludicrous because they printed way too much money. Didn't they do something with the pork too? Well, they, the they pigs? Uh, California did have like some kind of free range type thing or something to where it's making pork a little bit more expensive. So now you don't get now. There's no pork anywhere. I mean, at the buffets and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, I I think I think that's going to change. Um, one of the, it is a truism. I I rarely, I listen to AM radio once a week, and uh, one of my favorite, uh, not my favorite, but the person that's usually on when I'm doing my drive is Dan Bongino. I'm I'm, I'm hitting this with Dan, man. I, I like him. I like him. He's he's kind of he's my kind of guy. We're both kind of blue collar guys. Okay, I guess I need to be honest. I, I, I'm not a blue-collar guy. Uh, <laughs> blue-collar guy? Uh, but I have blue-collar proclivities and sensibilities. Which is odd. Well, no, because my parents always own businesses, and we always catered to the blue-collar folks. Why are there blue-collar people in California who are lifelong Democrats? That's what I want to know. Like a lot of the Hispanics? They're like lifelong vote Democrat, vote Democrat. And I'm like, you're blue collar. Why are you voting for these people? I think it's because of what happened many years ago, right? So the Civil Rights Act and, uh, and Cesar Chavez with the, with the farm workers. Mm-hmm. But with the Civil Rights Act, uh, you know, I'm not going to go with Lyndon Johnson's quote, but that's, uh, that's pretty mercenary, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's pretty mercenary. We'll get these people... Yeah. For life. Well, for the next 500 years or some crap. Man, that's, people's not the way he is, but... No, it wasn't. And we're not going to repeat it, not because we're culturally sensitive, but just because I prefer not to use that word. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's because that as, 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 as creatures, we act, we socialize a certain way, but that socialization only really works, in my opinion, with people that you meet and interact with on a day-to-day basis. You can't expect an elected official 
to behave in the way that you would expect your neighborhood butcher or your, you know, your friends. Well, if you're in a small town, right, your teachers are also going to be your customers, you know, as well as your plumbers and your doctors and, and whatnot. It's, it's, a, it's a very integrated type situation where everybody knows everybody else. And it's, it may not, it, it, that, that's kind of like the, the myth of growing up in a small town, right? Everyone knows everybody else. Um, everyone's kind of interdependent on everybody else. But at a certain level, at a certain size, like like the nation state we have now, you really can't expect your congressman to, to, to be, or, or even the bureaucrat, you know? Your friends, your friends might be bureaucrats. And you're like, well, these are my friends. They're good people. And I don't doubt that. But when you're, you have to act very transactionally with certain folks in certain positions. And when you don't do that, it becomes to your detriment. It is to your detriment to treat your president, your senator, your city councilman even, as a person. Sad to say. You have to treat those, those individuals like, like robotic servants that happen to shit. <laughs> you don't throw away your friends. You don't throw away a person because they make a mistake. You know, they're not, a person is not their last worst act. But a functionary, unfortunately, has to be. Your good friend might be a lawyer. And you might hire your good friend to be your lawyer. And your good friend might be a shitty lawyer. <laughs> That's an unfortunate situation. You should cut him out as your lawyer. Right. Don't cut him out as your friend. Keep him as your friend, but don't let him be your lawyer anymore. Same goes with your doctor. Your whatever you know. That's a hard conversation, though. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, buddy. This isn't working. Out. Sorry, buddy. You suck. You're a terrible lawyer. <laughs> I can't keep paying you. I can't. Not I can't. I will not. Mm. Let's not. You know that. That's another thing. For some reason, I was just before we before you finish your thought. For some reason, I was just thinking that. But what's the name of the guy that does the Ron Tater Salad? Ron uh, Tater Salad. Uh, oh, uh, Ron White. I think it's a wrong white bit where he talks about growing up in a small town and the, the trooper coming to the door of his dad's house oh. and being like, uh, so were you, were you drinking last night? And he was like, oh, no, officer. I was home all night. And the, the, the police trooper's car is like in the fucking driveway because his father like came, comes out of the bar uh-huh. and fucking is so fucking drunk yeah. that he gets into the police trooper's car. <laughs> And drives at home. To, I think it's a Ron Ron White, but could be. I've never Cause, heard cause that the, the, you know the dad comes to the door and the, and the cops like, uh, so you land one on last night? And he's like, ah, no, no, no. I was home here all night, and it's like, well, <laughs> my fucking car is in your driveway, dude. <laughs> um, I think it was a Ron White, but could but be. anyway. Sorry. No, no, but that that's... that just made me think the small town thing, yeah, because the cop was like, I know where my car is. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's the thing. Um... It is, it is unfortunate when you have to treat people in a transactional way. But first of all, they asked you to. That's the first thing. They ask you to do it, except when they screw up. At that point, it goes, hey, go like, Vote for me. Vote for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure these things happen or right. can happen. Right. They don't happen. You're gone. They don't happen. What was the next thing? Oh, look, you know, I'm doing my best. I got this going on. I'm, you know yeah, me. Give me a break here, right? Like, exactly. Like next time. Exactly. And, next time. you know, 
That's an expectation with your family. That's an expectation with your friends. That's not an expectation with your surgeon. Why is that an expectation with your family, though? Because like we, if you if you've got a family member that is just awful and like continually exploits the relationship, like at some point, as that as that family member that's being exploited, can't you at some point say, you know what, enough's enough. I can't do this anymore. That is an individual decision. That is, you know, I that mean, that, and that's hard, but sure. But that's an individual decision. And that's as far as I can go with that one. Right. Because there but it's are, not the same as transactional. No, because there Cause are family family. members and friends that have. Con- well, look, I'm thinking of the alcoholic. Particularly, we're we're right? going to consistently disappoint our loved ones. Consistently, each and every one of us. That's just fact. Cold, hard, ugly. Now, each and every one of us wants a break and the only people that that you can have an expectation of that happening yeah is with your family and friends right doesn't mean they have to do it but that expectation is there because the world's tough I think that's why things have gotten a little bit messed up to tell you the truth because I think there's a lot of people running around who for whatever reason and I'm talking about younger people now probably sound like an old curmudgeon saying this but for some reason there's like this expectation from younger people that the world owes them a living and that strangers and people that they who are essentially the transactional people you're talking about but there's like this expectation from some younger people that that they should be being kind of like catered to and taken care of by strangers well unfortunately the world even 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 in the situation with family, though, right? You cut other people breaks because they cut you breaks and y'all help each other. Right. Nothing's free. And to to your point, I think that's that's the disconnect and the reason why things are going to be in the way it is. It's like people expect a lot of free shit. Right. Free shit and, and to be treated like family by some stranger. That's free. That's, yeah. that's getting something for nothing. Right. And to that... This guy needs to cut me a break. I don't know why he's like being like this. To that, I say you get what you pay for. You want to get that stuff, the only way that you could even possibly hope that that might happen, might, is to do that. And even if you do... To do... You 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 want breaks given to you? You got to give out breaks. Yeah. Well, that's the other part about it, right? It's and, like, I'm but, not doing anything but I, for anybody else, but I'm expecting them to do a bunch of stuff for me. I'm like, are you high? Yes. Like, what have you been smoking? But that's the thing. You got to do that. You got to give out the breaks. However, the chance of those breaks coming back to you, pretty low. So, you know, there it is. Do with it what you want. Live however the way you want to live according to that information from, you know, my standpoint. You might disagree and be like, you know dude's full of shit i'm gonna do it this way and expect this and everything's gonna be fine maybe because we all get we all get more than we put out each and every one of us even the ones that seem to have like crappy crappy horrible lives they're getting some kind of a break they get more than they put out now the the pain comes from seeing somebody else who doesn't seem to be who seems to be getting more way more than i'm getting right and you're just like the hell 
why is that guy getting all the breaks? Or even even the thing like, uh, you know, why is this happening to me? That's my favorite lament. Why is this happening to me? I don't deserve this. You're right. Nobody deserves anything. Deserves got nothing to do with it. Favorite line from the wor- <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen? <laughs> it is. <sighs> that man was unarmed. He should have armed himself, right? I well, guess he should have armed himself. Anyway, I guess I guess we've rattled on enough. Yeah, but happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hope you guys enjoy your turkeys, your holiday movies, your Black Friday sales. Whatever it is that you do to do what you do to celebrate. The company of of uh, family or and or friends. In this in this season, this this season doesn't seem as like I don't feel like it's Thanksgiving this year. I I can't believe that no that we're I, it seemed like November first was yesterday. Yeah, time's gone by really fast, and I think also because of some of the things that's been going on. Is that what it is? Well, is that why shit's like feels like it's sped up? Not just not just the current events things, but I've got you know you know about some of the personal things. So yeah, that for that for those reasons, Thanksgiving just doesn't hold the same gusto that it used to. I feel discombobulated. Well, let's let's combobulate. Yes, combobulate and. Uh, you know, for those of you who are maybe not with family, just uh, enjoy the company of, you know, those around you and do something good for somebody, man. At least in my view, makes you feel good. Well, you're a much nicer person than I am. Anyway, thank you. Like, subscribe, tell everybody, do more, blah, blah, do da. And we'll talk to you post Thanksgiving. Yay. Post, Later. post. Post, post. Later.